You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Inside Purple and Gold. You look at Marcus Davenport, like a guy like him, an edge rusher. He basically felt like a Zadarius Smith replacement for me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what you think. Like, there there was the drama last week of Zadarius basically saying goodbye on Twitter and mm-hmm. Instagram, and then the report that like he'd asked for his release, and then the ensuing report that said the Vikings have no plans on doing that basically saying like, we're not going to cut you. We don't have to. Um, But this felt like money in money out. It almost makes like the money actually almost matches. Like the reported value was 13, one year, $13 million. Um, You basically save, I think 12, if you cut to Darius Smith, when you account for the dead money, it felt like a replacement for me. Um, it felt like a low risk kind of high reward deal for me. Um, what do you think of Davenport? Because like, I know his numbers aren't super stellar. I think he only had a half sack last year in, in a rotational role. Um, but as a 26 year old, it, it feels like with the right defense, um, the right guy, the dialing up the pressure, a la Brian Flores, he has the tools. It seems like, and, it doesn't seem like the Zadarius Smith situation is going to get solved necessarily anytime soon. Yeah. I mean, this was a, so 14th overall, I think this was supposed to be a big pick at the time when the saints made it also came out of Texas, San Antonio, who I think it was Hodges. I remember there was like some tight end that the, uh, maybe David Morgan, the, the Vikings had a tight end, but it's like this random program that he came out of. Um, but I think they had like high promise to this being the saints, uh, when he first came out. And I think, you know, he in 21, um, uh, nine sacks, I mean, he looked kind of to deliver on that. And even in his second season uh, looked all right. I think this is, it's a little weird getting a guy at the beginning of his prime who came in with a lot of promise because mm-hmm. if he succeeds, the Vikings won't be able to capitalize. And I don't think, I don't think they're going to have the money, right. If you no. shout out to Jefferson, shout out to Hawkinson, uh, Hunter makes some, right. But like, um, you get a guy who's highly, highly motivated. I think I've heard kind of the Sheldon Richardson comp, like kind of the, um, this dude is out to prove like pay me. Right. And and kind of wants a redo on last year. And I think that's probably the right kind of person to put in this team. That's going to have to overachieve a little bit in order to kind of get where they want to go. I, the Zadarius Smith thing, I just don't, I kind of want to understand what happened there because it's a very funny signing, right? He like, came in with this hype because he was with the green Bay Packers kind of felt revengey, right? Some injury concerns also like both an outspoken guy in the locker room, but not, he wasn't of like the Patrick Peterson mold or like, I'm trying to think of the guys on the, on the, on the scale between like 
Harrison Smith and Patrick Peterson. He was close to Patrick Peterson, but there were times he was just ornery and didn't talk. Right. And so it's yeah. hard to kind of get a full read on him. Um, but I do think like there's something kind of lost when he's gone. And having said that, it seems like he's mentally out. Like he just, he was like, Hey, thanks everybody. I mean, he acted like he got cut. It's something you would post after you get cut. Right. It'd be like that right. feeling was like, thank you, Minnesota. And you're like, wait, hold on. <laughs> like what happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I, you know, and I get, you know, this is the nature of social media, right? You can have a thought and you can put it out, especially these guys have a big following. You can put it out online as soon as you have it. Right. But like, um, I don't, again, I don't fully understand that. And I don't, I'm trying to understand if like the Vikings think they can trade Smith or like why, because essentially by retaining him and bringing Davenport, I know that's money in money out, but as of right now, that's two contracts sitting there. And you probably had to defer more money with cousins because Zadarius Smith is there. So this is one of those funny things where I think Quasi looks like a genius in some ways, right? This is wall street. Uh, crazy being like, fine, Zadarius, you want out? I'm just going to go get Marcus Davenport. And at the same time, you're like, well, you have the other contracts sitting on the book. So I think that is to be continued, right? There's something else going on there. Yeah. Um, but it, that is a really weird situation. It's both like almost painfully obvious that Zadarius Smith looked and he was like, well, this team is not as all in, I guess, as the other team, right? Um, but also like, you're like, for how savvy these guys are right and like they they have agents and they have you know people kind of that that handle them it is a little funny that he was like see ya and crazy was like no 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 <laughs> like you stayed here you're under contract so i think that's one of those things to monitor right we have a lot of answers that's something that yeah. is unanswered right now another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That comes out like a few days ago. If you just juxtapose his surprise announcement on Twitter that actually wasn't an announcement because the Vikings did not cut him yeah. with the press conference he did early in the year when he's like, yeah, I signed in Minnesota so I could play with the Packers two times a year. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, he did that one for one year. Like he's yeah. like, I signed a three year deal. So I could, and then come to find out, you know, eight, nine, 10 months later, he's asking for his release. Um, it, it, that, that thing is not done yet. The chapter is not closed on that yet or that story, at least the chapter might be closed on, on Zadarius Smith in Minnesota. Um, but I had imagined we would find some resolution here in the next couple of days. And then Byron Murphy, I'm going to be honest. I don't know a ton about him. I do know he plays cornerback, Tom, he plays cornerback. Yeah. And that is essential right now because with the departure of Patrick Peterson, who shout out to him, he got two years in, in Pittsburgh. I know he wanted to play two more years. He gets two years. Um, and then Cam Danzler getting waived, picked up by Washington. The Vikings need a cornerback help. Um, I know Byron Murphy is a physical corner. I know he plays in the style um, that Brian Flores likes his cornerbacks to play. Um, he was the guy that you kind of saw in a lot of these trendy, like who should the Vikings look into lists um, at the beginning of free agency. Um, played in Arizona last year. Um, so the Vikings at least are adding to their cornerback room. <clears throat> they probably need to add a little bit more. Right now it's Byron Murphy. Andrew Booth Jr., Caleb Evans, a couple of guys I've never heard of. So I think Tay Gowans and that really fast guy who Chris Thompson interviewed. 
who I, you know, I, I don't even know his last name. I know he, he thinks he's the fastest guy in the locker. So. Jalen Miller might have something to say. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, here's the thing. They had to do something. This couldn't just be draft. I mean, some of this, and I think we'll see more of this is Quasi calling his own number, right? He's like, Zadarius Smith wants out. I'll get Davenport. We talked about that. I think this is probably like, I believe in Booth and Caleb Evans still. Uh, Booth was most concerned because like scene, like scenes get knocked, but I'm like, scene, scene got hurt. You know what I mean? Like a highly serious injury that he sustained in London, like overseas. Yeah. Um, I think scene's going to be a really fun player, like a hard hitting, like, um, you know, apparently a pretty smart guy. Like I booth when, so I'm, I, I think of the Buffalo game the most, right? Because I think Buffalo is the one where it's like, you're playing Josh Allen. You're an underdog on the road. Um, you can't just get lit up. Right. And like, think of how that game started. Like I think cousins fumble or nearly fumbled throwing the ball kind of wantonly back towards uh, Delvin cook as he tripped. And then he literally yeah. threw the ball right at a defender. And you're like, this could unspool really quick. And actually I think the defense had a role there and kind of keeping it tight. But like the lasting memory defensively outside of Patrick Peterson's pick, which ended the game was Duke Shelley and Dawson Knox, right? Where you go like, hey, they're throwing out this like five nine dude who like was playing for Chicago week one and you picked up off their, you know, Chicago ball teams was like, ah, we're out on him and, and you picked him up off the practice squad. Like that dude's guarding this ginormous tight end and did it right, like knocks the ball away and all and you're like, oh yeah. maybe Duke Shelley has something, but you're kind of like, what's up with Dancer? What's and that was one where I think Booth kind of struggled. And again against a good quarterback and a good team, but like um you're like, huh, what's going on? Because there's there, there the thing with Booth was more like, could he stay healthy? Like he's dropping in the draft because of injury concerns. And this was supposed to be a value play again, quite so kind of play the market and all that stuff. Um Caleb Evans, on the other hand, seems to have like one of the highest, like everyone loves him, right? Because of how he acts on Twitter. He seems like this friendly dude. He also looked like a really good player. It's highly concerned. I think he had like three concussions, right? Like yeah. it's, there, there are like serious injury concerns with him, but like if he can stay healthy um that looks like a good pick having said that it's like you had to do something and this guy it's funny if you look at him uh this is byron murphy second round pick by arizona from scottsdale i kind of grew up there i always think and again different markets are different it does seem funny that it's like it feels like that's a guy they'd hold on to if only because like you think fans would be kind of on board with him but again like it's the arizona cardinals like i guess their owner was like dumping on Patrick Peterson, who was a super superstar, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And we know that they make the, the guys pay for their food or whatever, the whole Kyler Murray situation, the fact that their old coach like ran off the Thailand. Like I, there's there's something weird going on with the Arizona Cardinals. But like, I think, uh, I don't know if this is, hey, we secured a guy who's going to be a guy for a while. It does feel like pretty safe, I guess, to be like, hey, he, you know, Flores, Flores probably vouched for him, right? So he's probably a Flores guy. Uh, yeah. he's about the right age to play at a high level. He was not great last year, but, but, uh, played pretty well in 21. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I'd have to look more into how it works, you know, schematically or whatever, but you had to do something. And actually, that's actually why I was a little surprised with Dantzler. Like Dantzler is such a tantalizing player in that, like he started out camp where he looked fantastic, right? Where he was the third round pick and glad he was the first. And everyone's talking about Dantzler. Um, at times he looks like this surefire tackler, I mean, obviously made the strip play, I guess, against Chicago. Like yeah. there's been like, these little highlights where you're like, man, this guy could be good. And I think the whole rep on him is just like mentally is all over the place. And I think that's kind of true for corners. I mean, it's a tough position, right? It's like, it's like you, you have to go against some of the best athletes in the, in the, uh, in the league. Right. And, and 
you have no idea where they're going and you have to stick to them. I mean, it's a pretty tough job, but like he, even for a corner seemed kind of all over the place. And I, I don't know if he's going to get the change of scenery bump, or he might just be one of those guys who you're like, man, dancer could have been someone or whatever. But I thought they were going to hold on to him just because like, I forget like Duke Shelley's not on the roster. You know what I mean? Like, like, and again, I, not to say Duke Shelley is the CB one replacement or whatever, but like they just need guys. And I guess this is a matter of like, at least they went and got someone. Cause I, again, like the, we know this because the old regime always drafted corners. There's no guarantees in the draft. And like, they still have a lot of room in that cornerback room, but I guess this starts to fill it. Yeah. And he's, what is he? 25. I think he's yeah. young. Like, so it doesn't like do a ton for me. Um, maybe they, they, they uh, catch lightning in a bottle is the right way to phrase it because he's, he's proven to be in a pretty good player, but like, it, it just doesn't feel like it moves the needle a ton. Um, but at the end of the day, he's a body, he's in the locker room now and he will be on the field starting at cornerback for the Vikings, which is what they needed. So Byron Murphy, kind of the last, you know, shoot a drop there as far as what the Vikings have done so far. We're recording Wednesday morning, so I kind of add that caveat in at this time of the year because all of this could change. Um, they could sign someone huge here in the next uh, – they can't sign someone huge. They have no money. Um, so – but things can change in, in, in the coming days, and, and if they do, we will obviously circle back on that. Tom, before we wrap up, I want to – take note on the maybe the greatest tweet of all time that we have not talked about oh yes i love that you're bringing this up thank you yes okay. <clears throat> so i know Tom what you're doing kind of teased it earlier when yeah. he mentioned that harrison smith i mean he's still set to make 19 million dollars next year um one would think that the vikings have approached him to take a pay cut um some would ask if the vikings have approached him to take a pay cut my guy, Chris Thomason, the beat writer for the Vikings at the St. Paul Pioneer Press, my coworker, he's our number one at, uh, on the Vikings beat, <clears throat> sent a tweet at 11.15 p.m. two days ago. I love it. When I recently texted Vikings, hashtag Vikings, when I recently texted hashtag Vikings safety Harrison Smith to ask about his contract situation, he simply sent back this photo of Prince. The photo of Prince is <laughs> exceptional. Um, anyone who's listening to this podcast has probably seen this tweet. Mm-hmm. Um, it has like freaking a million impressions on Twitter. Like it, it blew up. It might be one of Thomason's biggest tweets of all time. It's Prince wearing a hat and chain around his neck and some glasses looking real stoic, kind of Derek Zoolander-esque with, with the stare. I love it. Um, he simply sent back this photo of Prince. So I imagine Thomason texting Harrison, hey, what's going on with your contract? And the reply just being that picture I just described of Prince. Mm-hmm. Doesn't end there, though. Thomason continues, since Prince is a Minnesota icon, I asked, is he sticking around? Does that mean he's, if, does that mean he's sticking around? But I didn't hear back. Yeah. Classic Thomason, greatest tweet he's ever had. Um, also, shout out to Harrison, who's clearly trolling there. Like It's just yeah. a funny exchange right there. Um, that made and paved the way for one of the greatest tweets I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that makes Harrison Smith <laughs> likable is that, again, like he's made a lot of money doing this, but he just kind of 
seems like a guy out there, right? I mean, he, he, I don't think he's – there's nothing flashy about him. He, I mean, the safeties, I guess, a little different than corners, but, like, you know, he's not the outspoken corner on the outside or the defensive lineman, you know, racking up sacks or whatever. He does – like, he literally kind of seems like a hit man, right? That he kind of just goes and does his job yeah. and then goes home. I That is a high cap number, 19 million. I mean, when you look at it now, I think Cousins went from 36 to 20. Again, that was deferring a whole bunch of money back um brian o'neill's in that 19 million range should be um and then there's a drop off to zadari smith and delvin cook who are closer to 15 so like it's not unreasonable for the vikings to go hey like can you work with us here also if i'm harrison smith though i'm like listen i don't want to touch this like he knows how old is he how old he is he's exceptional that he can play at this level um you know into his 30s but like he's probably he kind of knew like spielman probably gave him the bag right the last one he's really gonna get um i think he probably also says kind of what we're saying here or we've said before that like Donatel was not using him. Right. You know, and Flores is going to be aggressive. And I think to the extent Smith can get in the backfield, right. Uh, at this point in his career, he's going to send him back there um, and probably just be a little more clever and creative with them. Um, having said that, like this is kind of Harrison Smith in a nutshell. Like I, I can't imagine this dude sits around his phone texting and all the time, whatever I'm sure he mm-hmm. saw it. And he's like, I'm going to do something funny and send it off. And it's, it's subtle and clever and it, I think it kind of captures, I think he has kind of this wry, goofy sense of humor or whatever. It kind of captured that. And then, yeah, that's Chris Thomason who we, we know and love. <laughs> it, just, it just, I read that and I was like, all right. I mean, this is, it's the funny exchange, funniest exchange. And like, usually this would happen in normal human life, right? Between two people, all of us on Twitter get to experience it in all its glory. So, um, so it's wonderful that that, that happened. And again, I, I guess if I'm Harrison Smith, I go, Hey, I, I want my money. And I, I think also, I think he's going to be an impact player next year. I, you know, we'll, I'm curious how long that will last, but um, really smart. Still has some athleticism. I think was misused. So they probably don't want him at that cap number, but I don't think this is going to be a, a situation where you're like, man, he really crippled the team because of what he's being paid in his production. And regardless of what his cap number is now, he's he's the greatest texter of all time. So I appreciate Harrison for sending that that picture to Chris Thomason. I appreciate Chris Thomason for sharing it, sharing that with all of us. Um, and that's all we have for this this week's episode of uh, Inside Purple and Gold. Like I said, if anything happens in the next few days, maybe we just went on this long rant about Harrison Smith and they cut him today. Um, we'll hop on. We'll talk about it. Um, but don't I don't anticipate anything huge happening in, 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 in the coming days. So if nothing does, we'll be back here next week to talk more about the Vikings offseason. If something does happen, we will pop back on here sometime in the next couple of days. Um, that's all we got, though, for this episode of Inside Purple and Gold. For Tom Schreier, I'm Dane Mizutani. Thanks for listening. Have a good week.